feels like the other person's dumb. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Hey, Happy New Year's. <laughs> okay, let's uh, 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 start talking. <laughs> Want to hear a sad fact? Uh, yes. Last year around this time we were together. <laughs> I, I was thinking that the other day and I was like, fuck. It was such a better way to come into the new year. Yeah, well, soon enough, my love, soon enough. <laughs> Probably sooner than either one of us expect. We'll just make sure daddy has time off work first. I oh, well, mean, actually, well, I won't say that. We'll, we'll talk about that later, but. Um, <laughs> um, happy January 6th. It's the 5th still. <laughs> my, 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 it's my Christmas. I start early. That's gross. <laughs> That's a gross Christmas. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's not about what it was about. It was about what it stood for. And you mm-hmm. take away from that what you will. Yeah. To Shannon's gross. <sighs> Whatever. Fuck you if you think I'm gross. Um, Fuck me. <laughs> and uh, you and the universe, buddy. <laughs> Well, think about what I said. You know, really think about it. It's a philosophical, uh, abstract. I you're patronizing. You're patronizing. You think think about what I said, and your slow little woman brain will catch up eventually. <laughs> my woman brain is very capable of abstract thought, which not many are. So, oh my God. Anyway, many anybody or many women. Mm-hmm. I won't dig myself a deep hole. <laughs> Many anybody. We'll say many anybody. Say. We'll say many anybody. Yeah. Um, sorry if the the sound sounds like shit. We're having technical difficulties, spiritual difficulties, and legal difficulties until just recently. Uh, Jamie hacked herself, <laughs> so it's been a night. We're getting a late start, and mama, mama's mama's a little stressed out, and daddy's a little drunk. I didn't like. I didn't like hack myself. I was being unintentionally hacked by someone else. It was an accident, but it was a terrifying mm. accident. Basically, you have to update your Venmo phone numbers because if you change numbers and someone else gets that old number, they will inevitably <clears throat> want a Venmo account also. Oh, okay. And what PSA. they did was they were going in and they were trying to change my password. But because <laughs> they have your old phone number. But I'm here and I still exist. But then somebody else had my new phone number also being used. So when I was trying to use my phone number to reset my password and there was a new email there, that wasn't the other person being smarter and changing the email. No, no, no. (laughs) That was just the person who used to have my phone number already having a Venmo account with my phone number attached. Oh my God, dude. So I was doing the same thing to them, but now my number's freed up. Nobody's stealing all my money. I've been running around like a chicken with their head cut off, trying to move money to different accounts, trying to become liquid very quickly. (laughs) You liquidated your account? I fucking did. I was like, give me all my money. (laughs) I was on the phone with you the whole time. It was gnarly. ATMs will only give you $500 at a time. I, I think that it's just that one. I think that one was tapped. It's the oh, end of I the day. Know. I mean, it's 8.39 where I am right now, so it's later in the day. It's later for us. Bro, it just, that was a wild ride, and tomorrow promises to be equally wild, so it's just, 
But and it's been two weeks since we've done that. Well, three weeks really since we've last. I know. I mean, all jokes aside, you know, happy twenty twenty four. Welcome to the new year. Yeah. Has anything changed for you? I mean, uh, I feel like things are getting better, but I still have this weird like paranoia that mm-hmm. yeah. something terrible is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. Uh, I'm trying to be medicated for it now, <laughs> but it's not working. Um, the cats are settling in. Yeah, they, um, they're they settling in a little too much. I had to like, well, whatever. They're stage five clingers. That's all I need to say. Mm-hmm. Stage fucking five. They just they're love like, you. They're like weird and Vinny's kind of stinky because he's he's only like five months old. He's already almost nine pounds. He's huge. Mm-hmm. I think they're Maine Coon. I don't. I don't know. They're, you never know with these shelter cats, but no, yeah, don't. it's um, it's a lot. But they're great. They have they have significantly improved my um, not to sound soft, but like my mental health. Good. So that's good. Well, it's a lot yeah. of extra like work, but it's a lot of extra love and, you know, just an ambient happiness in the home. Sometimes it's like a good kind of work. Like when I get home and I have to take my dog out, like it's a pain in the ass, but I love doing it because yeah. she's so happy and it brings me happiness when she's like prancing around and happy. Yeah. Has uh, anything uh has anything changed for you in the new year? Yeah. What's going I'm, on with you? <laughs> Like, truly, despite, like, the mental breakdowns and everything, kind of, like, feeling, like, very much too much uh, rekindled a romance. <laughs> Sorry, I don't <laughs> But truly, like, I could not be happier about it. Like, everything is going the right way this time. And, and we'll see. And I'm just really happy with it all right now. I I'm feel very supported happy. and... And that's really nice uh, is feel supported and not smothered, which is the balance that mommy needs. In her yes. Life. Yes, indeed it is. Indeed it is. Uh, I, uh, I should probably say something about that. <laughs> but as we know, I'm not great with the words. And so, uh, I probably shouldn't say something about that. What I can say is um, (laughs) I knew, and this is complete, like this will make no sense to anybody listening, but when everything went down, I had this fleeting thought of like, she's being a little harsh. She's having a little episode. This will calm down. Mm -hmm. It'll work itself out. It just took longer than I thought it would. And it's my job as your essentially sister to support you yeah and i expect the same from you even if you don't agree with me yeah so we do so that's what we do we have a codependent relationship where nobody else can possibly make room sorry in 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 in, in not many circumstances but a very 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 select few circumstances ho code is stronger than bro code one might argue that we have bro code yeah yeah for sure. You're my bro. You're my bro, dude. My bro Saya. My bro Haim. <laughs> my bro Chacho. <laughs> my bro Montana. <laughs> Brosif <laughs> Stalin. I miss that movie. <laughs> you want to go watch I Love You, Man <laughs> on repeat? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. It is a great movie. Yeah, it really, it really is. It's I, it's one of the I, good ones. Jobin. <laughs> I recently rewatched Role Models. Speaking of Paul Rudd. Oh it's yeah, the is that it's the one like, with McLovin's, like the little dorky kid? Yeah, and Sean I love Scott. Him. I yeah. love that that actor Christopher Mintz Plass, I think is his name, the one yeah. who does McLovin. I love him. I love Sean William Scott. I also love Sean William Scott. And Still. I love Paul Rudd, of course. Yeah. All star cast. All star cast. No, Great movie. Nobody doesn't love Paul Rudd. And if you think you don't love Paul Rudd, that's a lie. Yeah. Kind of like Ryan trying. Reynolds. Like it's really hard not to love Ryan Reynolds. Even I came around on Ryan Reynolds, and I am a contrarian until the until yeah. the into the to the grave. And he's I, just and I effortlessly dope. Like, get off his dick. He's the coolest. Everybody, he's, leave him alone. He's gonna turn into Paul Rudd. He already is. Like they're like the same age. I think. No, what? I think so. Let's no. check. Let's do the first How fact check Paul of the Rudd? year. Paul How Rudd's old in his fifties. Paul Rudd age. Gosling's in his 30s. Uh, Paul Rudd's 54. And then Ryan Reynolds Damn, he looks is 47. Good. No, so Ryan I mean, Gosling. I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds. Oh. I was talking about Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, I'm not as huge of a fan of Ryan Gosling, but I do love him. He is 43. No, well, they all look good for their age, though. So. They all look good, period. There's just like a lot of of talent in the male world of unaging white men right now, and I don't know what that's about, but it's happening. Margot Robbie's only thirty three fucking years old. <laughs> Disgusting. She looks old. <laughs> she looks older than thirty three to me. Like she's gorgeous, but she looks older than thirty three. She's she's gorgeous, but yeah, she does look older. That is weird. I won't say that she's mid, but she's definitely no. older looking. That's, uh, that's I, surprising. You know what it is? It's she's Australian or something. It's all that sunlight. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I just know that. Oh, yeah, she's Australian. I always forget that. Um, I had like a real sexual awakening with her and Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. Just being like a Not bitchy, a bitchy woman with like a Jersey accent really did it for me. Ugh, I don't know what mm. it is. Not my type. My type is like um, the actress that plays Sloane and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I love her too. I have a very wide variety of type. I don't. For some reason, Margot Robbie is just exactly like I. I like her in everything, even movies I don't want to like, like Suicide Squad. Uh, what can you do? Still. I still like her. I do have, I do actually have a very recent lesbian crush that was very hard to get over for a minute, actually. Mm, who? It was, I don't know if you're going to know the name. It's an, it's a very unfortunate name. She's a British actress. The, um, the girl from Vivarium. Oh, Imogen Poots. Yes. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I actually watched Vivarium the other day. It's On your movie, recommendation. Right? It's so Yeah, good. it was good. It was very unsettling. Yeah, no. And well, I love that they ended with that XTC, the ecstasy song. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 God, what's the name of the song? Uh, finally, uh, what is it? Uh, All right, Jeff, calm down. It's not making plans for Nigel. It's from the same album, Dr- Drums and Wires. It's um, complicated game. It's one of my favorite songs of mm-hmm. all time. It's unfortunate. 
here we are. Yeah, I've been I've been watching a lot of horror recently, and Vivarium's not like really horror, but it's like horrifying. So it gave me the ick pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, just like you know, everyone everyone knows like the kid from the Babadook is like the most annoying child in a movie ever. Yes. But this one really gave him a run for his money. <laughs> oh, I think he's. I don't uh, know. I, it's, I have worse. a hard time saying worse, but they're at least neck and neck for me. Neck and neck. Neck and neck. Like, yeah, maybe. What a shit show. I was I was right with Jesse Eisenberg. I was like, kill it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of was too. But at the same time, there was a part of me that's like, I could figure out a way to make this, make this work. And she was kind of doing it. Could I get down with the sickness? Mm. Could I get down with the aliens? It was fucked up because even as, like, she was starting to try to take care of it, it still turned on her. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can do when you try to take care of something and it just doesn't love you back. Ladies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Learn. Learn from Vivarium. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a metaphor for all of your terrible relationships. <laughs> Find um, the man who loves you the most. <laughs> hold on, I got to text George that I need a, a drink. Can you make me? I'm going to text my kid that I need batteries. An old-fashioned, please. Can you silently come into my room and get me batteries? <laughs> He's on the phone. What's it like just having a boy there to do things for you? It's great. I got my windshield taken care of, like, and I didn't even have to fucking do anything. Did it's a month to himself. No, or he took he, it somewhere. He, he took. I was he like, took it somewhere and paid. Going to be really impressed. And I'm like, well, he just he probably could, but the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I pay you back or do I buy you dinner? You know, I'm not gonna pay. I'm gonna buy him dinner. Fuck it. I think that makes sense. It's our money. It's like we have the same, whatever. It's domestic partnership uh, dynamics, but what? what She's trying to be so silent. Oh. (laughs) She's. uh, This is why we need video sometimes. She comes into your room looking like fucking Nosferatu. (laughs) Uh, I made you do this silently, and then I've just been laughing at you ever since. You're so cute, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking around a hoodie and underpants. <laughs> that's oh her vibe. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I'm doing right now. Well, not me. I'm wearing pants. You know what's fucked up about 2024, though? It's like this age thing that's happening to us. Where, like, I have to check my blood pressure a couple times a day now. And... Like, I'm, I'm considering every action I take. I've quit caffeine for the most part. And it just sucks. I, <laughs> why why like, am I getting No, older? I know. I know. But the, the, the blood pressure thing, I think you had like a, a weird one off and it freaked you out. And, and checking your blood pressure multiple times a day every day is a little. I'm supposed to right now to get is a baseline. What, is that doctor's mm-hmm. orders? What's your baseline? Um, let's see what my average for my cuff is. <laughs> I'm going to crack open a beer. My average is 111 over 79. That's perfect. 
Yeah. The problem that we're having is that um, right now I'm, I'm waking up with incredibly high blood pressure and then it kind of lowers throughout the day. But like today, my mom gave me a cuff so that I could check compared to my wristband and see how mm. accurate they were. And so like my cuff this morning said 113 over 83. My wrist said 108 over 84. That's reasonable, except that like my 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 diastolic is like high and my systolic is normal. I I was going to say maybe a little high, but it's still it's still it's on the higher end of I'm normal. not dying. I'm not dying like I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Um I did have I, I had one reading just so everyone knows my medical life. If HIPAA be damned, was, was one forty nine over ninety two, and that was that was alarming. I think I was just I think yes. I had mainlined a fucking Red Bull before I went into my doctor's office, I and then so I was too. in a new place and I was nervous because I was meeting a new person and I'm a scaredy cat baby bitch, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I, I suspect that. Um, because I, if I do check my blood pressure, like when I'm stressed out, it is, it is still high. It is high. It's not scary high. It's not like 175 or anything like that, but. Yeah, I had a 180 over something one, one day when I went into the ER and they you were, were sure. Yeah. And they were sure because I went in for chest pain and I've had, you know, I've got a heart condition. Mm -hmm. So they were sure I was having another cardiac thing and I absolutely was not. I was just really stressed out and having chest pain. I was having a panic attack. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's the big thing lately is I'm, I'm waking up with a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we've stopped my Wellbutrin. I got it, babe. RIP. For Um, now, for now, for now. Yeah. For now. Until we get the anxiety under control. (laughs) <laughs> poor george yeah. just lives in this house of i know cards oh, God. can you wait until we're in the same place and we can just like pod together what do you mean like we can probably have like a studio yes because our listenership deserves that and warrants that level of no perfect. just because it would be quiet and you and i would be in the same room it would be so much fun to pod together yeah in of, person. Course it, of course it would be that's of the course. dream i have a spot picked out <laughs> yeah it'll be great you're, you're, you're gonna slowly run your hand over my face as i slowly yeah. run my hand over your face that's how you make babies <laughs> that's, that's how it's done <laughs> you gently caress each other's faces <laughs> until a baby comes out <laughs> not, not, not out of me dude i'll take it i'll do it <laughs> Drinking a sweet baby J uh, mm. recommendations of I still drink them because of your uh, your person. Oh, did he introduce you to that? Mm-hmm. He's my boyfriend. It's okay. You can say it. Okay. We're back to labels. It's fine. All right. I I accept it and I and I embrace it and I'm happy about it. I mean, you watched like how uh, tonight you Shannon had to get like the first hand account of me being like, I have to call Corey <laughs> for for like for for nothing that he could do in that moment except tell me the thing I needed to do anyways. Yeah. Um, but then he did end up finding me a way to get to a person, which was very helpful. Yeah, that's super helpful. I don't did know you talk how to he your did that. bank or Venmo. That was Venmo. Shit, dude. That's wild. 
yeah, he just, he found a, a way to get through and he was like, try this. It has nothing to do with what you're calling for, but see if you can get a person to talk to you. Wild. It was for like sales. I mean, it makes sense. Just get a person on the phone and then go from there. And then just start sounding terrified. And then I got, guys, listen, Venmo (laughs) is the hardest people to get a hold of apparently on the planet. But if you go to option five, you can get a hold of somebody. Um, But what you need to know is that when I did get to a customer service person, she was the nicest human being I've ever spoken to on the phone. Was, um, Was she American? Yeah. Speaking... Yeah. Accent wise. I was so yeah. convinced you were going to get not to sound, but you know how most people like call centers, places, it's call like centers India, in general. Yeah. And it's not like they're bad. It's just that you have a hard time. As an There's American a language barrier. Yeah. Yeah. There is just a language barrier. I, um, most insurance companies have moved overseas. So now because I work with insurance, I have to talk to people especially from all state who are from india constantly and it's like they're lovely they're efficient workers i get it but it the link like if anything is outside of the script it throws them in a way that i cannot come back from like i have no issue with overseas work really i get it (laughs) until i have to communicate a complicated situation to someone who is not a native english speaker and it is very difficult we all feel that pain. Don't be ashamed to say it. You can say yeah. it. It's not a bad thing. They probably feel the same way about us. I'm sure. I'm sure they, they are like, do. I wish I could stop calling Americans all the time. Sure, stop receiving calls from these American idiots who can't solve <laughs> their own fucking problems. Green Day wrote about this. <sighs> uh, we're not talking about them. They are on my shit list. Why? I don't even know about Green Day's Because politics. you can't make a song about being an American idiot when you're fucking Canadian. End of story. I didn't story. know that they were Canadian. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't want to be a Canadian idiot, motherfucker. They could have just said, I don't want to be a North American idiot, and it would have been perfect. It just doesn't have the same ring to it. And, no, and, it and, and the fact that they would throw this country under the bus for the sake of their fucking album sales. How dare they? It's a good song. But it's banger. It's, it's actually not. I it ended I it, it ended at like, for me, it ended at Dookie, which was my soundtrack to Kansas. Yeah. Well, when we I went loved, there in high school. I loved Green Day through American Idiot. So... I think I liked Minority. That was the last album that I appreciated. We're a different type of music. I just also feel like we should probably warn people, like, this this podcast is a catch-up. That's it. We have no topics, really. Well, we're gonna we're gonna make some 2024 predictions. I've got the yeah. I've got the chart pulled up, actually. And I do have some announcements to make about the stars, should that interest you. <laughs> and if it doesn't, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Get fucked and, and stop listening. I don't care. We only want the real ones. Separate the men from the boys. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, it here. Green Day. What? Whatever. Like it's it stopped with it stopped with Minority, which came out when I was in high school. So yeah, but it was good. I'm done with them now. I did when when they dyed their hair black and slapped eyeliner on, like all that. It was just it was oh, that's glam. exactly my thing. I love that. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I love I just couldn't love it. it. Just like I love My Chemical Romance for doing basically the exact same thing. Mm. Mm. 
(laughs) Your disapproving face. Um, Listen, I disapprove of all your musical choices too. It's fine. We don't. You like that blibbity blop skibbity scap song by Marilyn Manson? You like one song? You do. I mean, I like other songs. I just couldn't tell you what they are until I heard them. (laughs) But like Nine Inch Nails is just not for me. (laughs) I got to show you where it's at, dude. The Static whole downwards, not for the me. whole downward spiral album is gold, and Static X is for you as long as it's just on the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. You like that, that song. one song? You like Cold? They have more songs like that. I know, but I just like that song. Is it for me because of nostalgia purely at this point? So Cannibal's not going to do it for up, you, man. I just grew up a little bit. I don't know. Oh, you grew. <laughs> oh, you grew up. You grew up in Miley Cyrus. I do love Miley Cyrus. I do. Yeah. I, I don't want to make it sound like I solely listen to pop and pop punk. I listen to like a lot of like Riot Girl stuff and like general punk bands. Hole. Bikini Kill. I love Bikini Kill. I know you do. I'm okay with Hole. <laughs> I love Hole. I know you. I know you do. I love that. Better it's than like, Nirvana. I said it. As soon as. As soon as we come to a place where we almost understand each other every time, it'll be like, (laughs) but you know what? We intersect over nostalgia every time. (laughs) And Lana Del Rey, who, by the way, is back. Do you love Lana? Lana's back. Queen. Queen shit. Um, I think she's on Ozempic, though. (sighs) At least I I forgot that I sent you like weird (laughs) conspiracy theories about Ozempic. The big pharma is, or not big pharma, big agriculture is taking all the nutrition out of our food to feed into the hands of big pharma so that they can make things like Ozempic and Wegovy and we'll spend all this money to get skinny because the food doesn't nourish us so we have to eat too much of it so we're all fucking fat. And then we have to take all these fucking medicines to ruin our lives more. And I just, I'm, I was on the phone with my boyfriend (laughs) crying last night because I was like, I was better before I started trying to take pills to fix everything. (laughs) So frustrating. I so frustrating. Cannot argue with anything that you just said. I know that medicine will help me eventually. I just have to find the right one. But it is such a fucking grind right now trying to find the right medicine to make my brain chemistry not attack itself or make me balloon in weight because I just I can't lose any fucking weight. I'm the same weight as I was last year. How frustrating. (laughs) Well, A, you're not that big. You're not big at all, really, I would say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're curvy and you're way too hard on yourself. And you've got... I don't know, like what F cups or something. I mean, you've got huge tits. I would just love to lose 30 pounds and I just cannot. Well, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that and you've been very stressed out and cortisol raises like. Oh, so frustrating. But uh, then also like every medicine that's going to work is going to make me fat and it's just frustrating. It's not, don't, don't look at it like that because if your stress gets reduced and the cortisol levels go down, then you have a very uh, good chance of getting to a weight that you're more happy with because cortisol makes it impossible to lose weight. It's you're in survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, when we were talking. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. When we were talking about it, I brought up my diastolic being high. Corey did mention like, 
It's because your body doesn't know how to relax. That's why your diastolic's high. Yes. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't. (laughs) I'm trying to reduce my stress left and right right now. My life right now is just one big set of stress reduction. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not uh, healthy. So we've got to get to the point where stress is reduced and we're not just attempting stress reduction. I mean, a lot of people are are going through that right now, myself included. I, this is my big gripe is, and uh, I feel like if I say this out loud, then anybody that knows me and has talked to me is going to hear this and take it personally. And it's not like that. Just, I'm just going (laughs) to say what I'm going to say. And this is how I feel. And it's not like, I'm not telling people to stop. I'm not like saying, stop talking to me about your fucking problems. But I really do have that issue of, um, I'm going through and I have been going through a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know when I became like, I, or or how or why even I would become <laughs> like this therapist or like a, a listening ear or like a concerned party in somebody's life. But I feel like I'm doing a lot of taking care of everybody else around me kind of thing mm. and then not yeah. doing not doing me. And then that's why I'm – How type um, two of you. Forgetting to eat, you know. So it's like – yeah. It's, I don't know, it's, it's, it is type two of me, Enneagram type two, but uh, you know, me as an eight, uh, I don't, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, that's a, that's a weird, that's a weird Enneagram. Like when we improve, we go to two, but then that doesn't make any sense because you, you fucking lose as a two. You lose either way. You lose all around. So my, my best bet is to stay at an eight and just be honest with everybody. Yeah. But well, it's when you improve, you start to go toward the best qualities of a two, which is like understanding other people, but not necessarily trying to like take on all the problems that somebody else has, which I think is where you're at right now is just sort of survival mm-hmm. mode and and ingesting the problems around you, which is part of the reason why I just sometimes don't text you for a while. <laughs> well, and then I get worried and then I text you. <laughs> But there's no winning. There's yeah, there's no winning. And so it so there is that. You know, I do I am a caring I am a caring person contrary to popular belief, but I just feel like there A there is no winning and then B I I have without being bipolar, like this isn't like a bipolar, it's not like a mental health thing, but like spiritually I have two modes where it's either mm-hmm. fuck you, lose my number or I'm going to be very concerned about you. I think that is very type eight, though. It's that much. black and white thinking. It's you think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a few people that I'm really concerned about right now, and I'm like, I'm trying to do this thing where it's like, okay, I'm reaching out to you, and I'm gonna set boundaries for myself. Where if you're not gonna reciprocate, this is for everybody. This is like even for you. Like if you're not gonna yeah. text me back or whatever like I've offered the olive branch and that's all I that, like that's all I can do like I'm not going to overexert myself to try to take yeah. care of people but it's very hard for me when I feel a, a, an attachment to somebody like mm-hmm. I feel like somebody if I feel like you're in danger I'm like if, if I wake up and I find out that somebody like god forbid like committed suicide tomorrow then right. what am I going to do with myself and maybe that's a little bit of my own like personal trauma that we can 
discuss mm-hmm. never or sometime. I don't know. But <laughs> that's no, just definitely. Like my, my thought process on the whole thing. So it, it's I, – I, I don't – I don't ever want to feel like I could have done something more. Right. Right. I think that it's it's good to set boundaries. It's it's good to say like I can't <clears throat> I can't just chase you. Like can't I can't do all of this. You're incapable yeah. of doing everything. You are but one person. Yeah. Like it's fine to check in on people and be like, "Hey, are you alive?" <laughs> yeah. And like you do that with me and I I feel like that's usually when I'm like, "Ah, shit, I haven't been talking." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've been shutting down. Yeah, and that's that's just a lot of my own stressy and depressy. I tend to turn inwards, whereas I think you turn outwards with your stress and anxiety, and I, I just I clam up. I think depression scares me because, no brag, it's not something that I experience. It's something that I have experienced, and uh, it was very brief and violent, mm-hmm. and when I did, I just did drugs. Yeah. So like I don't really even remember it, but it's not it's not like I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an angry person, I'm a nervous person, I'm like a high adrenaline person. Mm-hmm. So I can't uh necessarily empathize as much as I would like to, but I definitely sympathize with depression and depressed people and it's it's it scares me. And a lot of it also probably has to do with the fact that I live with somebody who is very prone to getting into downspouts and I see how that can be yeah really scary firsthand. And it's like mm-hmm. I mean there are days when he's like, I'm not getting out of bed. Not you know yeah. not not to air out anything and it doesn't happen as much anymore but it used to happen kind of a lot when we were younger and I see it yeah. happen once in a blue moon these days and I'm like fuck I don't know what if to do. I if I didn't have kids I would a hundred percent be that person I would move from like my bed to my couch and then I would just like crash and sometimes I do there mm-hmm. uh last weekend I was just like I'm too stressed out to function so I just like literally took my pillows and my blanket from my bed to my couch and we just had like a TV day where we did nothing. We just sat and we watched TV and shit. And but if it was just you by yourself, it would be maybe a different story. Yeah, it would be. I probably wouldn't leave the bed. Yeah. I would probably just exist. And it, but like right now, I have to get up. I have to feed people. I have to, and you know, I have a kid who is hitting those like hormones of, of, preteen age who is constantly sad and anxious right now and they are struggling so much to keep their head above water and so anytime that I'm not anxious or stressed that rears its head and then I'm anxious and stressed again Mm -hmm. the other day I asked her if she still wanted to move and she was like now I want to move right now like oh my god she just wants out. She wants out oh, of this place. Happy. She wants away from these kids. It's it's really sad because I have an amazing child who is weird and loving and awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and other kids are just pouncing on that. She's like, if I look at somebody wrong, they're just like, why are you looking at me? And like, she's such a sensitive little soul. She is. 
She could also be like looking at the world around her and through, through like a specific lens where she's misreading things and being overly kind of paranoid. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, just from like what I've observed at that school, it's very aggressive environment. Really? Um, yeah, unfortunately. Um, and, and Daisy's just like, she, she's just like, I want to be friends with people, but they don't want to be friends with me. And that's, that's hard for her yeah. because she was incredibly popular in, in elementary school. She had so many friends and now she has like two. Well, that will change. Yeah. This we're is trying a very transitional period. I mean, I had the same thing. We had the same thing when we were, when we met. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we went from, uh, well, the elementary school that I came from, I knew nobody in uh, middle school when you yeah. and I met. And, and I just moved. I, had, I just moved yeah. to the state. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how it happens. Like, you just find your, you just find your people and you're entering like your teenage years and you find, and you're like, you're, you're coming into yourself and you're developing a real personality and she's, she's going to do that. She'll find her, her people. She will. And. I mean, middle school is just, it's not always fun for everybody. It's, it, it middle is school transi- sucks. It's, it's so transitional. Middle school is the fucking worst. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have some of my best memories are from middle school, but a lot of the worst ones, too. I have a lot of, I have a lot of memories of me being just a giant piece of shit to people. <laughs> you were so judgy in middle school. So what? religious and judgy. You wanted to yeah, be a like nun. A, I was like a clergyman. I just didn't want to have sex. You wanted to be a nun and like people that like swore and did things you were like, Ugh. Ugh. it wasn't the swearing. What's what God was, think? It, it wasn't the swearing. It was just like the, the, dep- the depravity of, of, of my, of my fellow child. But I, I think that, um, with this, as far as the sex thing goes, I saw, when they showed us the Miracle of Life video in health mm-hmm. class, I was like, well, it's off to the nunnery with me because that shit's not happening. <laughs> not even going to risk that. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> 2024, here we are. Not in middle here school anymore. 46 minutes later. <laughs> not in middle school anymore. No, but you know what I do think of sometimes that 2024 is my most meaningful and terrifying New Year's, which was, of course, Y2K. <laughs> oh, God. How was that? What did you do on Y2K? That I was right had, before we met. I had wine for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents were like, well, we might all die tonight, so. Wow, really? My parents were so, uh, well, my parents were divorced by then, but I was at my, my Mexican uncle's house, my dad's best mm. friend. And uh, we were at his house, and me and my cousin, this is obviously not by blood, but uh, we were stealing beers out of the cooler every time they would go inside. <laughs> and we were like, we had like two, like two beers, we were like 12 years old, two beers, like, oh, I don't know, man. And then, and then started <laughs> to feel really good. <laughs> and then it was really misty outside in that, that um, park behind Corey's house. Mm-hmm. Um, Howie, she I lives know. behind him. Oh. So that, that, or she used to at least, that was, this was we back used to in go to the that day, park day. So often drunk. Yeah, it was all like, it was like all misty and it was Y2K. That's cool. And we were out there like shooting off fucking like 
bottle rockets at each other drunk as 12 year olds it was really it was actually a really really good that is after we met by the way we met before y2k but we weren't hanging out outside of school yeah we were i guess i was just with my dad that weekend yeah for sure every time i wanted to hang out with you you were with your fucking dad oh yeah that's true yeah sorry i had a broken home long before you did I didn't understand. I I didn't come from a broken home. I didn't live in one. Now I'm raising children in one, but I have them all the time. So they're mine. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Get react. Two Christmases is not always two Christmases. Sometimes it's one and a half. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes it's 0.5. Anyway. Luckily, I have a good relationship <laughs> with my baby daddy and we blend Christmas pretty well. We did Christmas together this year, so... I drove That's up to good. Kansas City and let him make Christmas dinner for everybody. Yeah, you text me and you were like, I was promised food. And <laughs> I've been here for three <laughs> hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for five hours waiting for dinner. Well, so something interesting about 2024 that I would like to touch on. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way your face looks when you say these things. Why do you? It's, it's, it's astrology. Yeah. It's fucking shit disturber. Like you're going to no. say something shit disturby. I might, but we don't know until I say it, do we? <laughs> so, uh, Pluto, mm-hmm. the dwarf planet, will be entering Aquarius for the first time since the Revolutionary War. Oh, cool. And we're entering an election year. Could very and, well just be another revolutionary war. Uh, 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 and the last time an, an independent was president. Granted, <laughs> the two-party system wasn't really working out, and it was kind of a new <laughs> thing back then, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the, the the last independent president we had. Uh-huh. I don't think you can claim George Washington. I'm sorry. You absolutely can. Because he think didn't, you can. There was still a two-party system. It didn't really exist. He was, like, kind of just put into position true but he still didn't identify as a republican or a democrat i don't want to get political it is what it is i got my invisalign in i sound stupid you guys have to really (laughs) stick around for another like four months before i can get to it and not sound (laughs) but um (laughs) i think that we can say the last time we had an independent president was george washington and the next time we will have one god willing if there's any mercy in the universe, is 2024, brother. And it's RFK mm. Jr. Prediction number one is mm. that I think Donald Trump is getting reelected. I, 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 I don't want to put it into the ether. I get where you're mm. coming from. I'm saying. I just don't want to put that into the ether. I've given up. <laughs> the stats are everybody under the age of 45 minus a few select groups Actually, I think it's every, I think it's everybody. Period. As of right now, under the age of forty-five, RFK Jr. polls ahead of both Biden and Trump, and the only demographic that he does not do well with are boomers. And I say controversial. <laughs> Should they even be voting? They're not. They're not wrong <laughs> for this world. They're, they're not. Do you know what I mean? They don't have to live in this. Uh, do I don't they, like any of these options. Do they care about what's going to happen to 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 you and me, let alone your children? No, no they don't. Um, so no, they straight don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like any. I don't like any of the options that are before me. But I. I just think that um, anger and self righteousness will win at the end of the day because this country is broken and Donald Trump's going to win again. So. That's my well, prediction. He has, a, he has a cult following. 
That is he just has this well, and and even people that were pro Biden are like, I just miss when things were cheaper, and they're not understanding that that's like there's like a bigger issue at hand. It's not necessarily like, oh yeah, things were cheaper. Donald Trump was president, then Biden came. Like economy doesn't work that way. It, it's on a lag. Like, <laughs> like this person sets the pathway for the next president's economy. Yeah, there is a financial cycle. And also, we have to acknowledge that Biden's been dead for at least three years. He's a wizard <laughs> in, a, in a human suit right now. I mean, there's no way. He, either that or the only two options really are he's, he's, he's in a human suit, like uh, fucking Men in Black style. Or he is, he's got like a clone at his disposal that just fucking gives organs to him when he needs them. Those are the only two options. I think he's just stuck. I think he's just, I think he was, I think he was fairly well-meaning in the beginning and now he's just stuck. I do not doubt that he was well-meaning before he passed and God rest his soul. (laughs) Stop. But that's not him, dude. It's not him. Okay. It's not him. I think it's probably him. He's just very old. Even, let's entertain the idea that it is him. (laughs) She sounds thinks every, so dumb. She just thinks everyone's dead. <laughs> You're either dead or gay. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> but but it, let's entertain the fact uh, in this alternate universe that we're, that you're living in apparently where he's still alive. Oh yeah, that alternative universe. <laughs> Can he do the job? <laughs> I didn't say he could. I didn't say he could. I, I the man think. falls upstairs. The man he has a campaign out right now that is Trump so, does the same shit. Uh, sure, 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 sure. I, I fuck them both. But he has a campaign. His campaign uh, ad out right now is is that's not his voice. That's AI, and it's mm. so conveniently timed to come out just prior to January sixth, and it's got all this insurrection footage to make it look like it was a terrible thing. It was like, a come terrible on. thing. Mm-hmm. It's not what it was. It was what it stood for. It's that the people will rise if they think the government is lying to them, and it fucking is. We need to trust our government again, and that's why everybody needs to just vote independent. Just go, just leave the bipartisan bullshit behind. We do not need a two-party system. The only way that we can amend anything properly is to have somebody that is not in the pocket of of a, of a large conglomerate of people who are funding the Democrats or the Republicans. We need somebody who is literally a, a grassroots candidate. That's that's what we need right now. And I full heart, I wholeheartedly believe if we don't get that, then we are just going to dig ourselves into a bigger hole. And then and then the next the next thing you know, we're speaking Chinese or Russian, whatever. It's just too polarized. The American dollar is tanking. There's just like tanking. Like, you just got to, honestly, at this point, you just got to find, like, what your slice of happiness is and just fucking hold on to it mm-hmm. as hard as you can yeah. until, until like, the world falls apart. You just, you just got to make yourself happy right now. <laughs> Shannon's headphone is having issues. All right. You're back. She Sorry, is pissed. These headphones are so shitty. Um, yeah, I got to get new ones. Um. All right, so Pluto in Aquarius. Pluto, yeah. Revolutionary War, election year. Pluto hangs out in a sign for a long time, though, let's just say. Like, I don't know how long it takes for Pluto to circumference the sun, but it's, I want to say, over 200 years. 
So it very rarely do we see something like this happen. And as we all know, like Pluto is the cleansing by fire planet uh, now. Awesome. Sorry, the artist formerly known as planet now dwarf planet. Um, so we do this fun thing uh, in my household where we uh, predict we do our we do our we do our January our New Year's Deadpool. We mm-hmm. did not do it this year, so I'm doing it with you, which I prefer. Okay. <laughs> the categories are three people that die, three famous people, or three people in the public eye that die, mm. an invention, who will be president, the economy, basically like the stock market, bull or bear, which a natural disaster war and if so with what country and then a uh, social trend like a social media trend okay so let's start with dead let's start with let's go with your Mm. deadpool first who's in your deadpool for 2024 okay uh kanye west okay I was actually going to say this anyways before I even knew about this game. Like, he was already on my list of people who are going to be dead. Um, I think he's going to... I just just feel it in my bones. I think Kanye and I are just, like, a little psychically connected. And I just... I know he's on the verge. I've been watching old videos of him and Kim. Kill himself? I think so. I've been watching videos of him and Kim and, like, how, like, lively and, like, jovial he was. And it was truly adorable like there was one where she was like i don't even he goes um did you get like the pool cleaners to come she's like i don't even use the pool and he's like looks at the camera he's like you hear that ladies and gentlemen bitch ain't never even used the pool yeah no, <laughs> and i, I was saw like, that he's so alive yeah and happy and he's a shell of a person right now yeah he's gonna kill himself he's gonna die oh fuck uh, i love i loved that interview when he was like can you please not ask me any more questions <laughs> Uh, Biden, I think, is probably going to die. Uh, he's on mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We got an overlap. And then let's let's see. Like, who would be, like, just tragic? Yeah, you get, throw your wild card out there. Yeah, like one that – Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. All Do you right. have to have a reason? You heard it <laughs> here first. That's my wild card. <laughs> Well, Biden, uh, you took Biden, so I guess I'll say Trump. Um, what if they both die? <laughs> well, that's my suspicion, and that's why the war it's is like over. You can't vote for them because then <laughs> the their vice. Over. <laughs> well, then their vice president will be president, and that's a problem. So the war is over. They're both dead. But then their vice president takes over. Whatever it doesn't. No, they both get martyred for their cause. It's awful. Yeah, it'll be the war is doubled down, bro. Um, I should just say really quick that George predicted the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Alex Trebek. Damn. Yeah. He got like a good one that year. Um, he also said that Elon Musk was going to come up with some kind of way to, uh, administer drugs via lasers. So (laughs) yeah, not quite (laughs) Elon Musk. If you're listening and we know you are, (laughs) go ahead and uh, get on that. Great idea. All right. So Donald Trump. Okay. Keith Richards. Mm. He's got to go sometime. That man's an animatronic. He's he's a robot version of himself, like for a cyborg. For all I know, for all, I mean, I would say that he has little aliens running every part of his body, but I just, I watch interviews with him and I'm like, God, that's still him, dude. That's still him. He yeah, no, like I think a, it's still him. I think he was probably always a cyborg. 
<laughs> Maybe. I love him. But Trump, Keith Richards, and um I gotta think hard on this one. Something fucked up and weird. You know who I think it's funny neither one of us are willing to touch because we love him too much is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> would never. He's living forever. <laughs> I would never. Chaos theory. He's, he, will, he will reign supreme. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Not just not this uh, year. Uh, highly, highly improbable. <laughs> highly, highly improbable. <laughs> not this year. And uh, we're moving on now. Not I've not said ever. my piece and we're Not done. now? Not ever. <laughs> Whatever tries to kill him, he's going to give it a cold. You know what? Will Smith. Will Smith. That's my wild card. Ooh. That's Ooh. my wild card. Okay. Rough. Rough. All right. President. Donald Trump. Much to your dismay. Yeah. Not that I, I don't want it. I just think it's what's going to happen. I don't have no faith in this country. I'm going to go against statistics and I have to say RFK Jr. I am manifesting. Yeah, I mean, I would love to manifest, but, like, I don't want to manifest any of these people. <laughs> All right. Social media trend. Ugh. Go first. For reference, thinking. For reference, like, I I had one in the past that I predicted pretty well that was, um, there's a subreddit called Suddenly Gay. <laughs> and so I said that that was going to be a more mainstream thing, and uh, it did. Men are much more comfortable with uh, doing suddenly gay shit, and I think it's hilarious and wonderful, and I wish it would get gayer. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to be really safe here, actually, and say I think that social media trend that is going to come back is going to be like a lot of like head shaving in the next year. I think we're going to – I think we're going to be seeing a lot of more – bald women in the next year interesting okay and i want that frankly i think thin eyebrows are gonna make a comeback oh no i know i think it's gonna happen Ugh. i hope I not I they look so I, bad i th- i know i know and maybe by saying that i'll undo myself in my prediction but i think thin eyebrows are going to make a comeback because what Mm. what do we got right now for venus venus is starting off in a in a sagittarius so yeah we might we might make a hard left (laughs) great what about uh what what about do you know do you know oh the one the one that i forgot to mention was the super bowl who do you think's gonna win the super bowl Mm, the dolphins I don't, even, I don't even know if they're still in. The Bengals are out, know. so I, I stopped no, following. I stopped following. I have following. no fucking idea what's happening. I'm just saying the only team name I could think of in that exact moment in time. I'll go with um, probably the fucking Eagles. I don't know. They're still in, right? I don't yeah. know. You don't know. I mean, I don't even know why I asked. I don't even know why I brought that up. World Series, fuck that. Cubs. Uh, Is that a team? I would love that, but I, I saw it happen once. And, you know, oh, but I was right? Was again. the Cubs? That's a thing? Okay. That's a team, yes, but I don't know if they're a candidate for the World Series. <laughs> but they might. They might. I don't, I don't even care. I'm gonna, I'm, I, gotta go, I gotta go Red Sox on that one. Um, Patriots. Fuck you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and you're welcome, family that's listening. God damn it. <laughs> they all just like you more. <laughs> um, this is a fun one. War. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And if so, with what country? Like us at war? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, 
And <coughs> what country? Uh, you know what? I like to I like to think Israel ends up completing their mission and then they get really uppity. <laughs> and then we're just at war with Israel. That's what that's my doomsday prediction. Hmm. And then we've, like, crossed some sort of treaty thing, and then the rest of the world's pissed, and it becomes a huge international issue. World War III is what I'm saying. Yeah, so you're going going war, yes, country, world. Yeah, pretty much. I'm inclined to agree. (laughs) Not in that that specific way that you just uh, unraveled things. I think it might go in a more Middle Eastern, uh, uh, sorry, in a more Muslim direction. Very possible. Or Islam also. direction, but uh, I'm just speaking as somebody that saw that happen, fucking in high school, and we just yeah. we just love to hate Muslims in this country, and 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 frankly, Muslims love to hate us. So it's an unfortunate. Not, that sounded fucked up. Muslims don't love to hate us. Extremists love to hate us. Terrorists love to hate us. Uh, and we love to... We, like, no. I- individual people usually don't. But, like, the country as a whole has just really never recovered from 9-11 in this term of seeing a Muslim person and being like, ugh, terrorist. Well, n- well uh, the story's changed now. Now you can't see somebody with Kinda. a fucking yarmulke without feeling yeah. some type of way about it. Yeah, a lot Total of people are very pro it, though. I mean, and that's that's such bullshit anyways, because, like, these people, their religion just has so little to do with the actual thing. Like, their yeah. religion is just their crutch mm-hmm. in every situation. And let's be real here. That's what religion is. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's just a crutch. It's a crutch. It's it a crutch, really and it's a it's an excuse to hurt people nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. As as like two people who grew up with a lot of like fondness for religion, like, and and I grew up and I, being very liberal and very Christian still, and um. And then just one day, just hated everybody just in this religion. And it just became very difficult to ignore, like, the reality of it. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, I was never forced to be religious in any way, shape, or form. I just kind of chose this path of lawful good because I was so afraid yeah. And angry uh, of of at human nature at an early age, so um, it was probably good for me to go to Sunday school with you when I had to live with you for a little while because I saw like I didn't like it and that was the beginning yeah. of my turnaround. But uh, man, I you're totally yeah you're totally right. You're upsets to- my just mom ex- so much that none of her kids ex- are religious now. Oh. It just hurts her heart so much. Right. And like here's the thing is like I. I'm very agnostic about the situation. Like, could be. Very possible. Yeah. I'm not going to live my life based on the idea of, like, some angry force being mad at me. Because if if this force exists, I imagine it's, like, a much better version than what we're, <laughs> what we're assuming it is. 
I would assume that it would take into account all of the suffering and learning that you've done over the course of your life and right. take pity on you as a higher being. I, you would think. Yeah. I refuse to believe in in like some weird you're good, you're bad higher power that just sits there and judges and mm-hmm. and is so built on like gatekeeping and hatred just just it doesn't sit right with me it doesn't it doesn't sound right Mm. it's just it's not a thing i can get behind and like maybe one day i'll be religious again but i'll never buy into that shit i think if every single person with two brain cells to rub together is honest with themselves you can't get down with an angry god like right. you can't you can't get down with an angry higher power you just Let's there's no way <laughs> yeah there's no way to, there's no way to really worship that because you're not worshiping out of you're love afraid. you're worshiping out of fear you know how many people like how many christians i've heard say at least if i live my life this way if i'm wrong nothing matters but if i'm right i get to go into heaven and that seems like a cheat code that shouldn't exist yeah, no, that's a thing for myself or and that defeats the purpose. You are what you hate. Like, mm, if you only believe in God because you're afraid of going to hell, like, do you actually believe in God or are you just afraid that there might be a hell? There's some philosopher that that says that in in a eloquent an eloquent way, and I I can't remember the name, but but that is a that's a that is an argument. Like, if you worship anything out of fear, basically, then you're not really yeah. worshiping. Worship from a place of love if you're going to. Like, yeah. the Bible's got some great fucking messages in it. It's not, it's not like, it's like a good book. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Like, the takeaway at the end of the day is, like, love everybody. Love them all. The, the, the Bible, the Quran, the Torah, even the Kabbalah. Yeah. Every holy well, yeah. or mystical text has something like that in it. The big three specifically, like the the Abrahamic religions, yeah. like Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, like it's the same book. <laughs> mm-hmm. So just Well, the Kabbalah is Jewish mysticism, and that's what I grew up with, not mm-hmm. knowing that it was not knowing that it was specifically Jewish, but that's what my mom right. go figure read. <laughs> and that's what we learned from, and that's where all of the the woo-woo stuff comes from, but I mean, like they literally like in the, in the cup, depending on which one you have or how deep you go, like it teaches you how to make a golem. <laughs> yeah. All like the things you need. boxes and stuff. Yes. Divics. So dope. But, um, we should so not, dope. but Jewish that's just like, is so cool. Yeah. But so is Islam. Like they have, um, yeah. Jinns are hard, like genies. Jinns, mm-hmm. horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. They made a whole. I love when people make horror movies about these things. I love them. Dreamcatcher. Yeah. I think Dreamcatcher? Mm-hmm. Mm. Dreamcatcher. I don't think so. Dream. Wishmaster. 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 It's Wishmaster. Dreamcatcher yeah. is the alien movie. Yeah. The Stephen King one. Dreamcatcher is. The alien movie, Wishmaster is the gin movie, but uh, that, yeah, that shit fucking horrified me. Yeah, no, it's 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 dope <laughs> shit though. It's so cool. I find me the scariest part of each religion, and it's my favorite part of it. I love mm-hmm. learning about demons. I love learning about 
divic boxes and golems and fucking gin. Also, like, that good versus evil thing, too, in all religious texts. Like, in Revelation, which it's Mm -hmm. Revelation singular. I learned in Sunday school it's not Revelation. It was but one Revelation. Just one Revelation. And there's a lot of really fucking just, like, good stories in there. Like, yeah. if you just made a movie out of it, it would be amazing. I mean, if they you... They have. Know. It's not good. Um, <laughs> what, like, Four Horsemen? Like, uh, or no. the Horsemen, like they, the one with Dennis they made, Quaid? Like, I think they made a Left Behind movie after those books that were, like, about after the, uh, what's it called? The, um... That thing where everyone, like, ascends except for the, the rapture. People. That's it. I was like, the resurrection? No. Um, That's way earlier. Like, when we get left behind and we have to, like, fend for ourselves and everything. Like, that's the moment I'll be like, well, shit. (laughs) I was was to say you won't be raptured. Come on. And, you know, as a kid, that fucking terrified me. Everyone Mm. was like, like, oh, I want this. I want this thing. And I was just like, I don't. I want to be, like, plucked from my earthly body to, like, go hang out in heaven early. That's just dying early. Yeah. Well, the idea is... The idea is that it's supposed to be sparing you of all of the atrocities that will follow. The horror. I don't know, man. Which, arguably, we're living in now. I mean, who who knows? Maybe it already happened and all of the, uh, you know, natives uh, that got fucked thousands of years ago, (laughs) hundreds of years ago by... All these colonizers uh, were raptured. And we don't even know about it because we don't, because we don't keep track of them. Who, who knows? But who knows? It's very possible that we're living in the, in the, in the seven years now. Because it's seven years, right? Yeah. But in, it's in like, the Bible. I don't know. People like to find a lot of, like, symbolism between the revelation and, like, current times. But they've been doing that for forever. So it's really hard to, like take any of it seriously at this point yeah we've yeah we really have been just like it's the end of the world it's uh, now it's happening no 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 now now for now for real now for real it's happening and it's just it never ends because we're so afraid that it's we're still essentially like a quote-unquote christian nation that's afraid of the fucking rapture you know unfortunately i think the only thing that's going to bring america back together is going to be a war like a big one that like forces people to be on the same side again. Well, we're fucked. I know. And to like want to better themselves again, because that's the problem right now is we don't, we don't want to do any better. We're good. Got well, it. That we're brings done. me, that brings me to the last, um, this is kind of uh doomsday ish. This is the last category. And that is, um, a big natural disaster. You pick you pick your natural disaster. You pick your natural disaster. Um I think Choose I think tsunami tsunami takes out California. Ooh, okay. Okay. California's it's like it's gonna fall into the ocean or something. Something's gonna happen. That's something I meant to bring up. The fucking the waves. Have you seen the the surf issue that they're the high tide issue Mm-mm. that they were having? No. Nope. Uh, somewhere in California, they were having basically like mini tsunamis last week. I didn't see that before I predicted it. I just want to make that clear. 
I'm. This isn't a prediction. This was just me being psychically in tune with California. Houses are destroyed. I don't know if anybody's dead, but yeah, dude, look it up. Let me pee really quick, and then yeah, look at that shit. Wow, because you just you kind of called something. (laughs) Hold on, let me pee. I'll be really fast. Oh damn! Oh damn! Who knew? Right? Like they kept telling us these polar ice caps were gonna fuck shit up, but we just sit around and go, nah, nah. I mean, we've been being told since we were fucking children the polar ice caps were, like, important. (laughs) On Thursday, the conditions were prime for surfers like Blanco. If it's your turn, you just gotta go, Blanco said. When you see a big wave, you're kind of scared, but at the same time, you're feeling like you should go. And you should just go and enjoy the ride. God bless Blanco. Is he alive still? Seems to be. Seems to be, yeah. Either way, the government shouldn't be telling you not to fucking rip those fucking tides, dude. You know, sometimes you gotta let people die. Sometimes you gotta gotta let let them decide. They know the risks that they're taking. Just let them do it. And informing people of the risks. That is fine. It's fine Mm -hmm. to inform people of Mm -hmm. the risks. Mm -hmm. Let them die if they want to die. It's up to them. Let them decide. It's their passion. They go out doing what they love. There's too many people. It's okay. Let that one go. <laughs> there is, I mean, yeah. It kind of makes you think, though, because Japan is really struggling. All the Asian countries are really struggling with that um, population decline right now. But is that a bad thing? It's a bad thing. We need no. more of them for sure. They should it's, be reproducing, but it's everybody a worry. else. You know, someone said the other day. <laughs> That their concern about people not reproducing was, like, who were going to become fast food workers. Like, who was going to be the next generation of fast food workers. And I was just like, what you're saying out loud is that you just want children who are born into poverty so they can stay impoverished. Mm-hmm. That's all you're saying. Mm-hmm. But you think you're saying something else. Like, you really think you're fucking saying something right now. But what you're really saying is shitty. What you're saying is that you're a piece of shit (laughs) who just wants poor people to have more babies so that there's more poor people to serve you. Yeah, you want more peasants. We're we're regressing Mm -hmm. to fiefdom. Yes. Yes. Love it. (laughs) My natural disaster prediction is really dire. It's far-fetched, but not really if you think about it, based off of the science that we've been presented with. What is far-fetched these days? I think one of the super volcanoes is going to start to go off. Oh, God. Yeah. Maybe not the one here, but maybe the one here. I hope not the one here. I hope not the one anywhere, to be fair. To be fair. I think it's going to start... I don't want any of them to go. I would assume, based off of what I've been uh, learned, that uh, we would have some warning, like some tremors. But I mean, well, what the fuck do you do? Everyone's too poor to go anywhere. Who, Everyone you know, flees to the yeah. other side of the country. You just gotta just pick overrun. up and go. I mean, but then it's that's overrun. What they, There's refugees everywhere. That's what they're doing in fucking New York right now, but I'll, whatever, I digress. Um, I, I, they, you need to uh, just pick your shit up and go like they did in those wildfires in California back in the day. Like, 
Yeah. It's not even back in the day. It was a couple of years ago. But they had terrible yeah. wildfires and they all just this year and left. I don't even I don't even know what happened last year, like twenty twenty three. Big, was big it old fucking wildfires. Yeah. Um there the are wildfires so in California many. and the ones in Canada that like the smoke was coming down into New York. Oh, from I Canada. forgot about the Canadian wildfires. That totally yeah, no, that when I went to New York when I went to Manhattan, that was a, that was a big concern, yeah, because I went mm-hmm. during the peak of all of that, and then the wind was blowing in a good direction that week. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that I've just I've seen so many wildfire like it, it, escape videos where it looks like the person is just literally trying to drive out of hell itself. Yeah, and yeah. it's fucking wild. But so something something along those lines, and then what do you do if one of the super volcanoes goes off? Like. Yeah, you know, I really, I really kind of want to watch. I was, I was telling <laughs> Daisy mentioned volcanoes being scary, and she's like, "Volcanoes are a scary thing that I don't think about that often." And I was like, "I was like, that's how I am with quicksand." But, um, <laughs> but I watched something that had quicksand in it the other day. And I was like, "Whoa, quicksand!" <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a while. And I was thinking about how there were like two volcano movies that came out when we were children that like traumatized me. And how I should show those to Daisy and oh, see if Dante's they get the same peak? reaction. Dante's Peak and Volcano. And Volcano. Yeah. No, yeah. it's that's a big which one's better. Um, I all I really remember from either one is and I don't know which one it's in, is that where the grandma gets out of the thing and she's like pushing them through the lava, but she's walking through the lava and like sacrificing herself. Uh, I that's probably volcano. I the think one so. that I'm the one that fucked me up actually was the scene in Dante's Peak where the lake was sulfuric acid. It was Dante's Peak. Are you thinking of the sulfuric acid scene? I must scene? be. I must be where she's like pushing them through the water because I was wondering what they were being pushed on through and why lava. there was like because I was like why isn't the lava just eating that too? Yeah, it's sulfuric yeah. acid in the lake. Yeah, that yes, scene. where That's, she's just like getting eaten alive, but she's pushing the boat. And I was like, that grandma was yeah. That's Dante's the, peak. That was the grandma. That's Dante's peak. Yeah. No, okay. volcano's good because it's got Tommy Lee Jones in it, and he reminds me of my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Dante's peak is great. I mean, it start it starts fast. It starts fast and hard. I mean, you're you're great. Yeah. It's got a great hook. I should watch that with Daisy and just see how it holds up for like a Gen Z. Yeah, you should. You 100% should. And, you know, then follow it up with Volcano when she's got the attention span. She can Uh. handle most things pretty well. She's like weirdly very good at. If if a movie is upsetting, she'll watch it. You've got a goth girl on your hands. We we recently were just like, what are like the most fucked up kid movies? Let's watch those. So we watched like Watershed Down and um, Plague Dogs, which is I hadn't seen Plague Dogs before. I'd heard of Watershed Down, but I'd never watched it. I haven't heard. It's the one with the rabbits. Those. That's the one with the rabbits where they're like crazy. Oh, oh and then we animated? watched. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we watched The Secrets of Nim. I was gonna say The Secret of Nim. Yeah, that's we that's that. a great one. Um, which leads into Watershed Down really well because it's a lot of like the same fucked up rodent nonsense uh, plague <laughs> dogs is about two dogs that escape like they're like in a testing facility and they're being like i'm what? sorry I, c- I can't hear you after you said fucked up rodent nonsense <laughs> <laughs> no but listen to plague dogs for a minute okay it's okay. like one start over these two do- it's these two dogs 
And they're in like a testing facility for like medical testing. Okay. And one of them, they just keep in this water tank all the time and make him swim until like his body gives out and he starts dying and then they resuscitate him. And the other one, his brain is like cut open and exposed so they can like put electrodes in it and shit. And then they escape. But like everywhere they go, people are like trying to shoot them or kill them or hurt them. And then in the end, they're like swimming through this water toward an island, but it's too far. And the one, the one that's like, well, you don't really know. It just like kind of fades away from them. Like one of them keeps telling the other one, we're almost to the island. We're almost to the island. But he's just saying it so that he keeps swimming and he doesn't lose hope in the end. Because one of them's like so kind and the other one's like rough. It's fucked. She wants to watch it again. (laughs) I gotta watch watch it. You really should. It's 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 awful, but it's actually like it's just like that old style too. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, no. Gr- they did it's that very with, Secret of Nim. They but yeah, worse. No, Secret of Nim is the fucking best, dude. I mean, like <laughs> fucked up uh, rodent nonsense. Fucked up rodent nonsense, man. You can't beat it. You should watch Watershed Down too. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's like bunnies that are like killing each other and brutalizing each other. Well, they used to they used to make movies like that. I mean, yeah. they they. I mean, you could argue you could make the argument that Fern Gully was a fucked up kids movie. Like at the end of Fern Gully, there is like hope, and and belief that there that things can improve. Mm-hmm. But these movies don't have that. Like the end is is like oh, and then life sucks. Like these movies are how nihilism is built. Do you remember the Brave Little Toaster? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Do you remember the conveyor belt scene where they're all yeah. singing and, and like getting compressed into little boxes and they're just getting fucking they're they're get they're being murdered and they're get, they're like, yeah. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> like they're just allowing themselves to be annihilated. Like they could never these days. They could never. They could never. This is what we were raised on. That and, and like, I'm not I saying know, they just, should. They probably shouldn't, but they could never. Well, I, that's what made us harder than the average bear, dare I say, you know. And that is also what gave people a lot of anxiety and trauma. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was arguably Gen X that we were exposed to because our mm. parents are Gen X. Yeah, true. So. I mean, Secret of Nim- Fantastic Planet is another one that's really fucked up. Yeah, I know. It's, I still have to watch it. I would watch it without the girls first. Yeah. Because that's something that I watched when I was really, really young. Because yeah. my mom was into all those weird, weird like, art house things. And they were yeah. all, like, all these, like, weird foreign quasi-horror mm-hmm. animated films. But really, they were. Just, she just liked the art. So she would just yeah. expose me to whatever the fuck. And yeah, that that is a fucking gnarly movie. I mean, they like fight people. Like there's these big aliens, and they're like aquatic. Their heads like come off and fly to other planets, and then they they hold people called ohms in the palms of their hands, and they fight them like dogs. I love like dog this. fighting. I keep meaning to watch it because you told me about it, and I've been fascinated, and I I want to watch it. I just haven't. I believe yet. it's French. It's like La Planète. Sauvage or savage or whatever. How do you say savage mm. in French? Savage. Sauvage. We took four years of French. I don't know how we don't know any of it. I didn't. You did. You didn't do all four years? 
Um, the reason I didn't get to stay and live with you and I had to move to California is because uh, Madame McCoy taught us nothing. And then my second French teacher, which was not the same one you got, uh, expected work out of me and I didn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Madame McCoy Fuck taught her. us nothing. It's and high school, campus, bitch. Get over I it. Know. And she was like, uh, conjugated vowels and blah, blah. And I was like, I don't, ma'am, I know how to say hello and I don't understand. <laughs> I'm so je ne, je ne comprends pas. <laughs> je ne sais pas, ma'am. <laughs> je suis perdu. <laughs> That's I'm lost. <laughs> uh, Je t'aime. Je t'aime. <laughs> Please give me an A. Part, part. J'adore. Por favor. Wait, is that Spanish or French? Por no, favor is French. No, por that's favor. Spanish. Por quoi? Por, por, por quoi? Oh, fuck. I don't even know anymore. I'm four years down the drain. Mm. Moved in with a Spaniard. Now you're all confused. <laughs> I am all confused now. That is true. What poor fo- How do you say fucking please? S'il vous plaît? S'il vous plaît? I think so. Por favor please? is definitely and Spanish. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah, it's s'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. And merci. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that's, uh, I had to drop that class, otherwise I was going to fail, and then I didn't get my advanced diploma, which was the only reason they were letting me so fuck yeah so I get to live with you it's probably for the best because things really fell apart are there other categories or was that it that's it I mean do you have any other feelings about 2024 Mm. I think I think 2024 is going to personally get better but like politically and worldwide I think it's going to get worse I'm gonna I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the uh, contrarian road here and, and be optimistic about it. Yeah, things are really gonna turn around. I have hope every year that things are gonna get better. And it, like, here's the thing: it doesn't have to be that like the guy I want to be president gets elected. It doesn't have to be that everything goes my way. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be any of that. It just has to be that people don't fucking hate each other. Mm. Right now, people hate each other so much over these these Nothing. fucking weird details, like these how someone these wants to live their life, and yeah. and it's it's just so polarizing, and it it just keeps getting more extreme with each swing of the pendulum. And I think we're looking at the beginning of the four term president pretty much exclusively. I don't think we're going to see a lot of. Or four-year mm-hmm. president, one-term president. I don't think we're mm-hmm. going to see a lot of two-term presidents anymore. Um, mm-hmm. People are... And, and so it's going to change even faster. It's just going to ricochet. Rapid cycle. Until, until we get someone who is, like, neatly in the middle and people can respect. And I think the biggest problem is that right now people can't respect anybody. And yeah. like if they're if they're not on your side, you don't respect them. Like it, it, even when Obama was president, I remember a lot of Republicans were like, "I respect the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like him, but I respect him." Yeah, I respect his position. I respect his office. I respect him. And and that has just ended. Yeah. No, there is no decency anymore, and we need that no. again. It's it's been deteriorating for a long time. 
One second. Yes. Yeah, we're almost done. Why? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll play a board game after this. That's so cute. It's what we've been doing to like help anxiety. I'm playing good. a lot of sorry and clue. I love that. Anyway. All right, dude. I think Ugh, I think we killed it. It's time we did to it. go. I think I think I think it's been a that long we, night. the prophecies <laughs> shall shall be fulfilled, God God willing. Um <laughs> Love you. I need it. to move all my money back into accounts. <laughs> yeah, you do. You need to do Love that. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Millennial Fight Club. If you want to follow us elsewhere, our Insta is Millennial Fight Club. Twitter is Millennial FC Pod. And check out our Patreon for bonus and uncensored content. <laughs>